Our God is in the heavens. He does all that he pleases. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Yours truly, Jose Gonzalez, down here in PA, where it's been very um, busy these last couple of days in PA. Um, a lot of um, <laughs> tension, a lot of opinion, a lot of this, a lot of that. So um, I just felt like the day, man, I wanted to be casual um, on a Sunday, a beautiful Sunday afternoon. November, where it's almost like 80 degrees out here right now. I'm enjoying this Sunday. I'm enjoying this weather. I'm not a winter guy. I like fall. I like the hoodie season. But it would be dope if we get the whole the, the, the hoodie season and then go back to summer. So I'm I'm just like that, yeah. Um, but anyway, enough with the rambling. Um, I want to um, invite my brother. Um, today we have a special guest. My brother Chris Baniquez is in the house, ladies and gentlemen. My boy, the host of All Talks of Life. Y'all could check him out. He has his own podcast. He's doing his thing. In fact, this is the man that got me into encouraging me to get um, into um, doing my podcast, the brother that has spoken into my life. Let me tell y'all something before um, I let him talk. Um, there's going to be moments in your life where you're going to realize from whether it be grade school, um, junior high, high school, you're going to have a lot of friends or people that say that you're friends. But um, it's gonna, you're going to come to a point in your life that you're going to notice that those were people that you engaged with in a season and they weren't there to to stick around um the way that the sovereign god does things and orchestrates relationships is pretty darn amazing but i am fortunate enough to tell you and blessed enough to tell you that the dude that's about to talk today in this episode with me has been a friend from grade school the only dude that i have left from my New York elementary, junior high, high school days is the brother you're about to hear right now. This is my ride or die, brother. Um, we bad boys for life. Chris, welcome to the show. Give us a little feedback, brother. I want you to tell the the listeners what do they what are they gonna what are they gonna expect to hear in your format in your podcast. Yo, what's going on, my dude? I really appreciate you, man. Um, and I, like my boy said, he's Will Smith. I'm Martin Lawrence. Bad boys for life. That's how it is. That's how we always rode together. Right, right. So, yeah, man. All Talks of Life with Chris Benitez, you know. It's on Apple, Spotify, Google Pods, all that. And basically, what you're going to hear, you know, it's just me talking about everyday things, life. But most of all, you're going to hear me talking about the Bible. Every episode is always going to have some kind of relation to the word of God, um, some kind of relation to a biblical scripture, some kind of biblical foundation. You know, I mean, I, I, I definitely talk about some sports. I definitely go back, go in the way back machine, you know, get in there with Doc Brown and Marty McFly and 
I go back and talk about the 2000 World Series like I did with you. Talk about Super Bowl 42, you know, like I did with my man Mike Ruiz on episode two. Um, you know, and and we talked about the Giants ending the 18 and 0 Patriots, and we but we also talked about, you know, we attacked lust on that episode, and we talked about biblical principles and how to overcome that. So, you know, there's 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 a lot of things to cover in life, but for me. Everything starts with the word of God. So when when we can bring everything to a head with the word of God, that's that's really, I believe, what life is all about. So if you hear me talk politics, you are going to definitely hear me mention the Bible. Mm. If you hear me talk, um, <clears throat> if you hear me talk about worldview, you're going to hear me talk about it from a biblical point of view. So, go. you know, really what it's all about, man, is all talks of life you know, from a biblical worldview, mm. you know, that's, that's, that's really what it's about, brother. Mm. Mm. Loving yeah, that. I'm loving that, brother. I'm loving that, man. Yeah. I think we need more casual conversations that deal with, um, I think hearty issues, you know, um, mm-hmm. especially in the days that we're living. And in fact, you know, I wanted to, um, use today's episode for that. Um, because there's a lot of tension. There's a lot of emotion, there's a lot of uncertainty that's going on right now, especially after these elections. In fact, I don't think it's going to be over yet. This mm-hmm. thing is far from over. But I think the yeah, tur- I agree with that. yeah, I think the turning point obviously is the news that we received yesterday of a Joseph Biden and Kamala Harris being um, being shown as winning the election, advertised by our media. And um, talk to me, brother, um, because I know right off the bat, um, you did an episode, um, your last episode, in fact, about, you know, Trump and the elections. And, you know, you, you really tackled on you as a man just voting and being able to come to an understanding after being told all the years that you, you lived um, that voting democrat was the only way to go you talked a little bit about that which is awesome that i I felt like i was listening to that really um drove home with me um but tell me man how 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 you feeling right now um as we're going on a sunday after the the news that biden and kamala won the white house in this election how do you feel my brother well i mean you you said something key there that it was shown that Hmm. that they were uh, president-elect and vice-president-elect. So that's what we're shown. Um, you know, what I think about these elections right now, honestly, and and, and I and I get to my, my last week episode, well, two weeks ago now, episode in a minute. So what I think about these episodes is looking at Wayne County and seeing 14,000 dead people voted. Um, so that's, that's how I'm looking at these elections right now. I'm looking at these elections as in, in Detroit, Michigan, there were windows boarded up at election centers, at an election center, and people were taking video from the inside and outside as the as the windows were being boarded up. And then there was a count happening. I'm looking at this election as at, you know, in, in Arizona and Nevada and different places, Michigan, 4 a.m., you know, a bunch of ballots come in and 100% of them are for Joe Biden. I'm looking at this election right now as in, you know, this was something that the president spoke about in June, in July, and August, that mail-in balloting was going to be something very dangerous. Now, you know, I speak that from a natural point of view, but 
let me talk from a spiritual point of view because this is this is how we talk on our kitchen tables you know not only myself and my family but yourself and your family mm-hmm. and then when we get together you know whether it be in brooklyn new york or in denver pa whenever we get together we talk and we sit down on our tables and we talk about things from a biblical standpoint mm-hmm. so you know talking about that you know I'm, I'm sitting out here and i'm doing my episode and episode five of all talks of life and i I presented I presented people the reason why I was going to vote the way that I voted, which is voting for Donald Trump. So the reason, so the way that I presented that was, you know, our brother in the faith, who's now with the Lord, Kim Clement, Prophet Kim Clement, who definitely gave some on time and on point words in his day. He he prophesied 9/11, and you know he did that in 1996, and we know that that happened in 2001. So you know. I believe this man to be a man of God, you know, when he was here on the earth with us. Mm-hmm. And on April, April 4th, 2007, this brother spoke a word and he said that Trump shall be a trumpet. Mm-hmm. And then in 2013, he said that there's a man named Donald watching me right now and that you went out and you held your American flag and you asked God if if you can do this. And he said he said that when the time for the election will come, you will be elected. And that I've heard your prayers. You know, I'm paraphrasing that last one right. right there. But but he said, I can definitely speak verbatim on this. Because I remember he said, there's a man named Donald watching me. And you're asking if God is speaking to me. And he's saying, and he said, yes, he is. So the rest of it is kind of paraphrased. But I do remember that that right there. Because that really jumped out at me. Seeing the, the, the prophecy in 2007. And then seeing the one in 2013. So... There's definitely more words, you know. Um, you guys can go and definitely hear that on my podcast, episode five, God, President Trump, and Kim Clement. So it's documented. And I spoke about how I came into political thinking because as a Christian, mm-hmm. I wasn't into political thinking. Like you said before, you know, you heard the pod and, you know, you, you said it right now, you reiterated mm-hmm. it, that I was taught to be Democrat and grown to be a Democrat. Now, the people who taught me to be a Democrat, grown me to be a Democrat, didn't even know why they were Democrats, you know, and and, and that was my family. So um, I I just definitely started doing my own thinking and my own research after I saw that God had an interest in our political system. Hmm. And it's not that God is a Republican, it's not that God is a Democrat, but it's that God sees all and God wants to be in all. So when I when I saw that, I said, you know what? It's time for me to pay attention. And when I paid attention, man, you you, you could definitely see the, the the fruit and the result of it, you know, in, in my uh, fifth episode. Yeah. You know, I think that as we come to an understanding more and more that, mm-hmm. you know, as my listeners um, that are listening, um, <clears throat> we believe as Christians that the Lord prophesies meaning he speaks today and he speaks today to his believers um just like he did in the bible the bible is a book full of prophecy um in fact it's one of many narrative points in the bible um it's not all about prophecy the bible's not all about prophecy but the bible's um one of the Bible's key narrative points is prophecy. Um, 
as New Covenant believers, as a continuationist myself, I believe that the Lord still speaks to us. Um, and the Bible tells us to prophesy according to our faith. Um, so as a, a, a brother that, like, that, that does believe in these gifts continuing, I also believe that they continue in order. So um, according to the sovereign order of God. So we, we opened up today's episode um, from Psalms 115 verse 3. Our God is in the heavens and he does all that he pleases. We take this text and today we apply it to today's election. And as Chris was sharing about understanding how coming to an understanding of how God um, does deserve glory in our elections, we realize that God is not a Republican. You know, for my conservative mm-hmm. brothers and sisters, I vote conservative. I vote so it's the convictions of my heart through a conservative um, standpoint. But I have to realize in my mind and my mindset that Christ is not a Republican. Christ is not a Democrat. Christ is for his glory and his kingdom and his reign knows no end. Yeah, he's not a socialist. Right, right, right. So we 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 look at these points, right, guys, and we and we say to ourselves, right, as Christians, right? And I'm seeing a lot of posts on my Facebook where a lot of Christians are really at this point right now feeling discouraged, weighed down. Um, they're, 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 there's like a lot of turmoil right now due towards these elections. Like, I just want to be, I just want for us to come to a fresh understanding that in our, um, in our um, um, mindset, that the word of God has to be, okay, the predominant, viewpoint for us as Christians. We, we, we can't yeah, definitely. We, we can't be so to the point that man, Trump is out of the White House. Oh, it's over. No, look, listen, I get it. And I, I can sure. understand. As a man that voted for Donald Trump, I, I wanted it to be a, a, another four years. But if that's not the will of God, now I can come to an understanding that I still have peace. Right? I right. still have security. Right. Why? Because I'm not identified with a political party but I am identified with the sovereign reign and rule of God. And that is where we have to come to an agreement. And that's where biblical literacy has to come into the picture for us as Christians. I've seen a lot of Christians also take certain words out of context in these last couple of days in the election. And then all of a sudden, it just feels like it's a message that's conveyed in a way where it's out of the nature of God. So, um, as as you were sharing there, Chris, I was really, I was really, um, I was really thinking, okay, mm-hmm. as a continuationist, right, that believes mm-hmm. in the prophetic gift um, of the Holy Spirit. That's I've seen this prophetic gift being worked in my life when 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 other brothers and sisters would, would give a prophetic utterance 
One time, my mother, I'm going to give a quick testimony here. My mother backslid, right, Chris? She could be a... a, mm-hmm. a, a yeah, she did. She backslid, and I saw things that brought forth concern in my life. Because, obviously, from a salvific standpoint, I'm saying to myself, the woman that showed me the faith all these years, now she backslid. She now is going with another dude that's not a Christian, and her her life and her choices are not lining up to everything she taught me while I was a little boy. Um, I was really discouraged. That was like the first years of my um, faith walk with Christ. I was like, wow, I finally get mm. saved and my mom backslides? What is this? Um, yeah. But then there was this brother that came up to me and gave me a strong prophetic word. And he didn't know my mother. He didn't know me. He didn't know what was happening. But he gave a prophetic word to me saying, don't worry about your mom. She shall return to me. And as Mm. he gave me that word, I was like, what? Like, I was so dumbfounded because I didn't even tell anybody about my mother's situation. (laughs) I'm saying to myself, well, that's how the prophetic word. I'm saying to myself, (laughs) like, what is this? And long and behold, I'm going to tell you, as of today, that prophetic word came to pass. Chris, tell the, 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 the viewers what, what, where my mom's at right now. Well, your, your mother's out here about five minutes away from me in um, Church of God, Iglesia Embajadoras de Fe. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> so I, I, I could quickly make a drive to her church where she's over there, you know, praising and worshiping the Lord. And, you know, she's heaven bound. Right. So, you know, that, that's how the prophetic works, man. Um, you know, let, let, that's, that, that's definitely very encouraging because... You know, for everybody that's listening right now and you're saying, well, my son is not coming back. My daughter's never coming back. My mother, my father's never coming back. My husband is never coming back. You know, don't don't claim that. Don't talk that. You know, the Bible talks about that as a man talks in his heart, as he purposes in his heart. So he is as he thinks in his heart. So he is, you know, so so let's not think that way. Let's think about, you know, the the, the sovereign, powerful, almighty God that there's nothing impossible for. Um, in, in that case and when it comes to that salvific issue so you know I just want to go on my dude and 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 run off something that, that you were talking about and kind of encourage people here a little bit because you know the worst case scenario for people right now in the natural mind and you know Americans you know is the house the senate and the presidency going to the democratic party so uh, I, I just want to say that, yeah, that is a terrible, terrible scenario. That is the worst thing right now that I think that could happen to America um, in a natural state. And I just want to say that that is something that has happened before. And I'm not talking about here in America. So we can back up and we can go to the Bible, bro. And, and we could see we could see, you know, um, was it Nero and the time that the church was exploding and going through while he was you know while, while he was there being the government head mm-hmm. and right now I, I just look at the time and I say to myself well there's two things here going on number one if the Republicans lose the Senate and we know that the House is already the Republicans gain seats, but they're not controlling the House. If they lose the Senate in these two runoff races in Georgia and, and the presidency, 
you know, sticks this way, that the Supreme Court does not rule in the favor of Donald Trump, then we know that the Libertarian Party is going to take over, you know? So Jose said that all hope is not lost. And for a lot of people that are waving their Trump flags, they, they're going to think that all hope is lost. But if I could take you back to the Bible, man, and just tell you that, you know, Paul and the apostles and the people of God flourished mm. in that time. And there was there was prophecies, mm. healings, miracles, deliverances. There was they, they, they were all, you know, feeding each other and blessing each other and giving clothes to each other in the time where this evil governor took over. And he was totally against the church. You know, what makes you think that the God who was there helping them, seeing them through is not here right now and will see us through, you know? So for all those of you out there, you know, got your two way strapped and ready to go <laughs> and you talking and you're waving the Trump flag, you know, I, I understand you. I got you because I voted for Donald Trump and I want to see and I, and I want to see him as the president. I want to see the Senate, especially Republican. And I want to see, you know, I, I, I don't mind the seeing House as Republican either. But for us to say that it's over, because I know that you mentioned some people on your face were saying, oh, my God, it's over. It's not over. You know, and this is the reason why I got all talks of life, because we could talk about stuff like this. And this is the reason why I know you named it a little bit of this and a little bit of that, because we're not only going to stick to one mm -hmm. topic, you know, so we can look at these elections and go back in the Bible and say, our history tells us that our God showed mm -hmm. up when there was when, when there was evil governors and evil yeah. kings and our God showed up and our God took us from the hand of Pharaoh mm -hmm. so that we can go worship him. And then what did God do? The miracle at the Red Sea. So for everybody that's saying right now, when we lose all three, if we lose all three branches, it's over. It's not. It's, it's not over because God is still God. So, you know, the prophetic is something amazing because um, you saw a brother that that spoke about Donald Trump in 2007, something that God gave him. He didn't come out with this because he didn't know that Donald Trump even wanted to, you know, be in politics. And Donald Trump wasn't even talking about politics back in 2007, you know. But what I will say is this. If, if the election is stolen, it doesn't mean that God didn't speak. It just means two things. That either one, as the people of God, we did not meet the conditions of the prophecy and we didn't do our jobs. Maybe we didn't pray enough. Maybe we didn't vote enough. Maybe we didn't go to court enough. Whatever it may be, you know, it could be it, it could just be that 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 the brother missed half of the prophecy. Because we know that Donald Trump became president. So we, we know about the prophetic that God is involved, but also flesh and emotions are involved because the prophetic voice is uttered in our hearts and our hearts are not 100% pure. So every prophecy that Jesus ever gave came to pass and will come to pass because he's perfect. He's God. We're not. So whatever enters into us is always going to have this little bit of error in it and i and i could definitely prove that by by the word of god it says that we know in part and we prophesy in part so all of us give a word in part so not so all none of us are omniscient none of us know everything so we can't come out here and talk about 
you know, the brother prophesied and everything he said has to come to pass. If God spoke it and he had a condition on it, it's on us to meet that condition. If God said it's predetermined and there's nothing you could do about it and it's going to happen because I said it, then it's going to happen. Because Isaiah said that, that we were going to have Emmanuel and there was nothing anybody could do to stop it. And guess what? Emmanuel came, Emmanuel died, Emmanuel rose, Emmanuel saved us. And there was nothing that no devil, no person was ever going to do about that. So we'll see how this plays out, bro. But honestly, man, when it comes to these elections right now and the prophetic, there's a lot of prophetic words being thrown out there. And I'll just tell people, you know, be in tune with the Holy Spirit so you can hear exactly what he is saying, not what emotions are saying. Yeah. Um, and that's a that's a that's a, a, a big thing. Um, that's a very big thing coming to a point of. Of a lot of people will, will share their feelings of what they want, right to to happen, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, I look at the scriptures, right, and I look at you know the sovereignty of God. As we went into um, the scripture today, um, and throughout the sovereignty passages. Um, th- that I found, man, I found comfort a lot of that in my life. Um, my family and I, we, we really have. Um, it's a topic that I look at and I say to myself, man, I think it has to be more um, spoken about in um, in our churches, the sovereignty of God. And also, how does the sovereignty of God, right, come in the midst of the free will of man? And also the giftings of, 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 of the Holy Spirit, you know, like how does, how do we prophesy according to this sovereign will of God? You know, the beauty about the church of Jesus Christ is she is so diverse. Um, and I think that um, as I'm coming to a, a growth in, in my faith walk, right? I'm going to notice that most of the times, right, I'm not going to always agree with my brothers and sisters in the faith. Um, and I think the beauty about this that we can share candidly here um, in today's episode is that I don't always agree with Chris's theological um, um, landings, right, as he as he comes yeah, to that. Definitely. And he doesn't always agree with mine. Um, but no. yet we can still keep form this harmony that we do have which we know Christ is the one and only begotten, right? Uh, we believe mm-hmm. in the triunity of God that brings us um, into this harmony, right? So, um, you know, as, as Chris has shared with you his take in the Kim Clement prophecies, that um, we have heard uh, for many years. Um, I think, I think um, um, we uh, at least the first time I heard it was four years ago, right? And now it's it's obviously being resurfaced again because of the elections and I, and where people interpreted the prophecy to be two terms. Um, you know, mm-hmm. so you know, I look at the scriptures right in in my theological conviction probably differently than what Chris shared with you and um, I I interpret it from Deuteronomy 18 22 when a prophet speaketh in the name of Jeho- Jehovah if the thing follow not nor come to pass 
that is the thing which Jehovah have not spoken. The prophet have spoken it presumptuously. Thou shalt not be afraid of him. Um, so, you know, I've been wrestling with these, um, with these things, you know, like, you know, if this dude prophesied or the people interpret it in a different context or because as a continuationist, um, I believe that we can, that, that the, if it's the will of the Holy Spirit and to prophesy through his church, uh, uh, in any scheme, whether it be the grand scheme of election or like I shared with you, um, earlier with my mother, um, it's his will, it's right. his desire, you know, he doesn't play any favorites, yeah. but then I think for us as the Christian, right, we, to keep us from error to keep us from um from um i think dabbling to our presumptuous desires the lord gives us his word then to be the um the out of bounds line so think about it like this when obviously um we go out of bounds playing basketball it's a turnover but the out of bounds is what's keeping us the boundary line is obviously keeping us in being um, organized to play in the according to the rules of the sport, so the Bible mm -hmm. is the boundary right there, right? And when we go out of bounds, definitely. Then we realize that the Holy Spirit brings us back into some form of obviously correction and organization. So for me, with the whole Kim Clement prophecies, I I would say that. Um, I'm not completely sure um, if that was two terms or, or, or whatever it may be. I'm still processing all of this in that regard. But one thing that I know that I can obviously find faith in is this. When we go back into the word of God and realizing that in nature, um, in, in matters such as the election or, or let's say, for instance, war, or pestilence or 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 e economical crash to the stock market and our economy god is still sovereign right and then not only that but even yeah, in definitely. the good like when we yeah. are no economically well right <laughs> he's sovereign in that because a lot of people will try to say right yeah. um um as i'm looking at it is that it seems like at times as christians we have taken a formula into praying so, like, if I pray a certain way according to this, if I gain a formula, then God is going to bless me, right? Or God is going to bless whatever. And then if I don't do it like this, then he's not going to bless me. But I think the better um, um, interpretation in that is that, like, with Job, God didn't curse or God didn't allow the devil to um to um chastise job just for the heck of it it was a part of his sovereign plan to receive mm -hmm. glory at the end just like when he restored job it wasn't because job did anything good it was because once again his sovereign plan and it was according to his will to glorify his name in job's life so i think that's the appropriate way to look mm -hmm. at these whole elections and also in our faith that God is the sovereign one who decides how he uses these events in our lives 
should bring glory to his name for his name's sake. You know what I mean? Right. right I got you. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I definitely, I'm, I'm following you, man. And, you know, we, we know that God is sovereign and that, you know, the verse that you read, 115, uh, verse 3, you know, God does whatever he pleases. And, you know, I, I also see that if God does whatever he pleases, you know, he can also, he did it in John chapter 11. And, you know, the father told the son, you don't, you don't need to go see your friend Lazarus right now. I got him. I got him in a couple of days. Don't worry about that. You know, and right now a lot of people are looking and they're saying, well, you know, it's over. He's dead. It's done. And, you know, God and his sovereignty said, no, I just don't want him to be raised up right now. So some people could look at, you know, these prophecies and, and you could say, well, Kim Clement prophesied about the two Supreme Court judges coming down and it happened. 9-11 and it happened, you know, and other things. And it could be that right now, mm-hmm. the sovereign God, it could be, I'm not saying it is, but it could be that the sovereign God is saying, just hold up a minute. I'm going to expose some things that are going on in America, just like I expose the stench mm-hmm. of Lazarus and then I raise them up, you know? So I'm not saying that's my prediction, but I'm saying that it could be like that. So whether God says, you know what, I am going to, I'm going to lift up Lazarus right now as you see it, you know, mm-hmm. or, you know, in this case, Donald Trump, you know, to, to, to go back to another four years or whether I'm going to leave him in the grave and tell him to tell him that that's it for his political career. Yeah, yeah it definitely. God is still God, you know, so so people just 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 need to slow down and relax and begin to pray and begin to ask God, what is his will? How do I pray? You know, how do I continue to go forward in this? Right. Because that's all we can do. All we can do is go forward. All we can do is continue to love God. All we can do is continue to receive the love of God. You know? So, yeah, definitely. Deuteronomy 18.22. If a prophet says something and it doesn't come to pass, he spoke presumptuously. He spoke hastily. And that wasn't God. So, we, we, don't, we don't discredit that because we know that that's what God said. So, we have to prove it and test this pro- these prophecies by what happens, you know? So I, I also look at, you know, the conditional side. So I'm also looking at, has America failed? And has America as a nation failed something that God said along the way that I'll do this for you if you do this for me? You know, because, you know, we, 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 we say this verse a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, if my people shall call my name, right? And, but it says if, the word if is in there. So we always have a part to play in this. God is sovereign. And no matter what we choose, whether we choose heaven or hell, and that choice is on us, whether we choose heaven or hell, God is still going to be God. And God's plan is still going to come to fruition, no matter what. You know, because I can preach to somebody on a street corner. I can say, hey, brother, Jesus loves you. Hey, sister, Jesus loves you. And one could say yay and one could say nay. But God doesn't stop being God. And God's plan doesn't stop being God's plan. And God's execution does not stop being God's execution. So, you know, like my man Aaron Rodgers said, (laughs) R-E-L-A-X. Everybody relax and let's continue to focus on on God. Let's continue to focus on the gospel. Let's continue to focus on Jesus Christ. But being led by the Holy Spirit to do whatever needs to be done 
so that you know we can yeah live i mean a full life you know i think you know one thing that i can say that as i've been pondering throughout these last couple of days is that these elections have exposed the hearts of men um and with that being oh, yeah, said um you know obviously man has suppressed the truth as the gospel shares in the book of Romans chapter 1 what we do very well is suppress the truth right and uh, whatever that may look like no matter what mm. political party you may be a part of no matter what as wretched human beings in our nature, okay, and I'm not saying in Christ, but in that sin nature that is wretched, we tend to try to suppress the truth, whether you're mm-hmm. Christian, whether you're atheist, whether you're agnostic, Muslim, Buddhist, whatever the case may be, you always try to suppress the truth, okay? And the beauty about Christianity and the mm-hmm. gospel is, is that the gospel confronts us where um, um, Islam does not do it, where Judaism um, does it to a T, but 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 misses the essence of Jesus Christ. Um, when we look at, at, at Buddhism and the, mm-hmm. the and the faiths of the world, whether it be new or of old, we see that Christianity is the one that always stands in the gap and shares the truth about how we suppress the truth. So as we suppress the truth, one thing I've seen in these right. elections here in America is that it is showing how, as Americans, we suppress the truth, and the Lord is leaving us to out the lusts of our hearts and that's a place where you don't want to it's judgment okay it's actually the judgment of god i was reading um 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 second chronicles and seeing godly men rise and godly and, and, and ungodly men rise you know the rise and fall of both the godly and the ungodly okay and as we keep seeing this pattern throughout mm-hmm. Chronicles, we see that even in the most darkest times or the most pitiful times, I like to say, uh, where the children of God were supposed to be the light, mm-hmm. in their most pitiful moments, one thing remains. is God's redemptive plan throughout history is consistent and always points back to Jesus Christ. Do, do we have faith, right? That Jesus is going to redeem this whole thing? Do we have faith to believe that God's redemptive plan is not just for America or Americans, but that this is bigger than America? That this is bigger than our nation? You know? So I I would love to say throughout all this is that God is exposing our hearts, not just to stay there. Like, for me, I know I need to repent. I need to repent because of the pride that I've had and I've shown throughout this whole election. You know, I, I love trolling Democrats. You know, it's fun. You know, I ain't gonna front. You know what I mean? Mm. I, mm-hmm. You know, you love to see liberal tears. Oh, no, I hear you, bro. Definitely. Um, but in all jokes aside, Definitely. all joking aside, you know, look, look, re- all reality, that's not what Christ called us for. You, you know? So like nah, definitely not. Yeah, you know. We we definitely fall short. So like I, I feel I'm time about time, you, yeah. my brother, that that sense of conviction of saying, all right, I gotta go back to the drawing plan, right? Like there's no other way. There's no other. There's no alternative message here. I gotta go back to where Christ has shown me the consistency of the gospel and how we all as Christians are supposed to be rallying to that message. And moving from glory to glory. 
Yeah. Yeah, definitely, man. That yeah. that's you know that's why I said about Nero and the church in Acts because Nero was a you know he was definitely you know just a crushing figure and he wanted to crush the church and there have been you know marks and other people throughout history that wanted to crush the church and there was uh i can't remember the name of the gentleman but you know he said that he w- he's not going to stop and he's yeah. not going to die until he got rid of the bible and obviously and obviously you know the bible's here I-, I know he's a famous figure in in history i just can't remember who he is but that was his thing he wanted to get rid of the bible and the word of god and guess what the word of god in the bible outlasts everyone and everything heaven and earth shall pass mm-hmm. away but my word shall not pass away you mm-hmm. know so it's bigger than america bro it's bigger than america because jesus didn't come to save america he came to save the world he didn't come to yeah. save israel he came to save the world you know paul wanted to preach to the to, to the jews and he wanted to be there man and he was like this is where i want to be but God told him, nope, you got to go and talk to the Gentiles. I got a plan for everybody. You know, so the thing is right now, man, this is this podcast for those who are hearing it out of America. You know, most of the people that are hearing it right now are in America. And we're focusing on the elections right now because for for half of the country, it's, you know, we, we want to implement everything that is anti-Bible. And for the other half of the country is we want to implement parts of the Bible. <laughs> And for another part of the country, which is, you know, the Christians, we want to implement, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of the Bible, you know, and, and mo- most of the Bible, because we're not trying to implement, you know, the Sinai covenant. We're not trying to, you know, implement that we can't Word. eat pork Word. because Puerto Ricans <laughs> are dying. Bro. They can't eat up and eat on Thanksgiving, man. I mean, Word. trust me, dude, Word. it's just not going to happen right now. Word. But we're not held to the Sinai covenant. So we're not trying to implement the entire Bible, but we are trying to we, we definitely want the principles of the Lord to be to continue to shine and to continue to grow and the gospel to grow. And we want to make that more accessible, easier for everybody to get, because there's the there's still three thousand dialects that, that don't have the word of God translated into it. So we want that to spread in advance fast. And we know that big tech and, and, and the tyrants, they want to suppress that. So we're against the suppression of the word of God spreading because we all know that Jesus said that the end shall come when all the nations hear it. We're obviously still here. So all the nations haven't heard the word. We got to get this word out, this message out. So that's what the Christians are fighting for right now. That we got to continue to, to get this message out. And for all the Christians that, you know, are out here trying to get, no, but we, we got to plan our Trump flag. We don't got to plan our Trump flag, man. I, I don't have a Trump flag in my window or my car. I don't wear a MAGA hat or, or, or a MAGA sweater because I wear shirts that represent Christ, that talk about the Bible, that give you some kind of literacy in the word of God because I'm trying to point to Jesus. You know, you know what I'm saying? So I voted for Donald Trump, but Donald Trump doesn't get my heart. He just gets my vote, you know? So Jesus, Jesus gets my heart all day, every day. You know, so, you know, I, like I said, I went back to Nero. And I talked about that earlier, you know, the Democrats get all three chambers of government and all of a sudden, a lot of things are going to get implemented. You know, if, if they have a big majority that the, that the Republicans can't stop. And guess what, dude, we're going to see a lot of things, a lot of a lot of, uh, you know, freedoms taken away, a lot of rights taken away. But God still remains. The word still remains. And we will find a way to persevere. We always have. We always will, because our leader is the Holy Spirit. Our pastor is the Holy Spirit. 
And that is the saving grace. You know what I'm saying? That, that, that we have. That when we look to... When we look to the greater power, you know, when we look to the great I am, he's always going to lead us out of it. You know, if, if you don't believe that, go back and read Exodus. You know, if, if, if you don't believe that, read the story of Sodom and Gomorrah. There, some people made it out alive. Mm-hmm. It was very few, but some made it out alive. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, but that's because of God and his grace and his mercy, you know, and that's because somebody mm-hmm. loved God and his name was Abraham. You know, so so we just continue to look out the word, man, and we continue to see that Jesus said, you know, he said, I mm. pray, God, that you do not take them out the world. There you go. But I pray that you deliver them from the evil one. So we look at it right now, and if we're in this world and we get those three branches of government that are that want to go against the word of God, mm. you know, we look to Jesus Christ and we look to those words right there. And what happens when when God doesn't take us out of the world, you know, pre-trip, God keeps us. Mm-hmm. As he said in, in, in Isaiah 26, you know, go go into your room for a little while as the judgment passes over. And then, you know, God will keep you. And when it's time to come out, you know, you'll come out. So we, we could always look at this, man, with a positive spin because the Bible is nothing yeah. but positivity. Because God so, yeah, man, is um, the sovereign that's, one. He's God, that's, man. that's some comfort, guys. Um, that we are not going to find comfort from any other form other than Christ. Like, obviously, that's the message of the gospel, guys. Um, your comfort cannot come from man. The Bible says, Cursed is the man who puts his trust in another man, but blessed is the man who puts his trust in the Lord God. Um, so I, I look at that and I say to myself, like, Let's keep pursuing that and let's let, let's love Christ in that. If you're not a believer, my, my hope today is that you find Jesus Christ. If you're uh, if you're a conservative that just voted for mm-hmm. Donald Trump and you don't know Jesus Christ and, and you're feeling uneasy right now, man. Look, the plan, mm-hmm. the plan is this, man, is that you are never supposed to have trust in any man. Your trust was supposed to be in Christ, the God man. Mm-hmm. And he wants you. His, his, his desire is that you will come to bow before him because he is coming back with wrath and judgment. But God sent this God man, Jesus Christ, so you can put trust in him, have faith in him and have eternal peace and comfort, not by what you see or any other thing that's going on in this world. But just because he died, rose and and resurrected the father on the third day and he has a gift and that gift is the holy spirit to fill you and lead you in all righteousness i'm about to conclude this time with y'all but before i yo go ahead yo bro you know let me ask you a question bro i i because you know for, for all those out there saying well my, chris is jumping in right now this is not his show listen man jose asked me questions on my show all the time we 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 we're just, we we talking right now, brother, and I and I know you about to conclude. I know we got a couple minutes left here, dog. But listen, man, let me. I gotta ask you something, bro. And, and like Go I ahead. said, I have to ask you this, man, before we get off air, dude. Um, uh huh. A couple of weeks ago, I was listening to a podcast, <laughs> and there was a there, there was a podcast. I, I think, I think, <laughs> well, I'm not too. I, I'm not a hundred percent sure. Don't quote me on this. 
There's a podcast that I think originates not too you gotta far give me from names. You got to give me names. I don't, I, I don't know where, where these two gentlemen are from. <laughs> the thing is, I, I don't remember. I, I, I don't remember who these two guys were, but I was listening to this podcast. You know, I'm going around listening to some sports podcasts. And I'm like, all right, let, let me get some perspective, man. You know, and, and I heard these two guys uh-huh. say they were from Pennsylvania. I just can't remember where in Pennsylvania. And, um, you know, I, 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 dude, let me just get your thoughts on this. And this is one guy. He said that his prediction for the NFL season, one of his predictions was that the Lions <laughs> were going to be better than the Packers and the Bears. Why are you laughing? I mean, I'm listening to this podcast. <laughs> Bro, why, I, I, why are you laughing? I don't understand. <laughs> This is this man's honest prediction. I'm, I'm tuning in and I'm going around and listening to certain podcasts, sports podcasts, trying to get a feel oh, for the NFL season. And this and this young brother said, he must have been young. He said that the Lions, because he probably never saw the Lions win. But he said that the Lions were going to be better than the Packers and the, and, and the Bears. Like, can you have any kind of rationale on that, brother? Like, what's going on with this NFL Currently, season? The Lions, the Lions are down right now, against dude, the Vikings, I don't know what's thirteen going on, to ten. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I look at this and as say we, to myself as we record that, this, yeah. Um, the boy is wet behind the ears and got Similac in his breath. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> I got love for that dude, but he got it wrong. You can't. You can't. You got, you know, listen, bro. Oh, you know I his name. You know him. I got love for the dude. I got love for everybody. No, but you said you got love for the dude, so that that's. I don't. I, hey, look, listen. So you know this guy then? I just need names because I don't know who you're talking about. I don't remember the name of the show or the, or the two guys. I know it was two guys, and they talked about that they lived in PA. I just don't remember. I, but you saying that you got love for the brother, so I figured, yeah, like, yeah, right yeah, now, yeah. Um, that you know this guy. I know these guys. I know these guys, man. I know you know these this guys, dude, bro? bro? Uh, coming off the bench, you got to check their podcast if you want to hear some. Oh, that's the name of the podcast. If you want right. to hear some. If you want to hear some ridiculous okay, NFL okay. Um, claims such as the Detroit Lions oh, being dude, better than the Packers. On, you guys, Why these you... dudes, they're funny. I think that's, I think that's the comedic side. Of the podcast, they were trying to be funny. <laughs> they got oh, me. Laughing. They wasn't laughing, bro. They weren't laughing. They were serious about that. They got that. me laughing. <laughs> Brandon, no, no, not, they, laughing. not they. Brandon, not they. Not <laughs> they. It was one person. It was one person. Okay. <laughs> I didn't but shut that right. Was one guy, bro. One guy. He should have stopped him. He should have took the microphone off his mouth when he was saying things like that. He allowed it. To, just ripped it out, bro. Um, <laughs> just ripped Detroit it out. Lions are not who they like. Who he? They oh, thought he man, they were. Um, they're not those dudes. <laughs> as long as Aaron Rodgers is still wearing a Packers uniform, you could R E L A at my man Aaron Rodgers got it under control. Um, okay. Yo, yo, dude, let, let me ask you one more question, man, because I, I, I know that, you know, it's like about two, three, four minutes here left, man, that yeah. you're about to be out, dude. But let me ask you one more question, my G. You live about an hour away from the dudes who are on top of the NFC least. <laughs> who the hell's going to win this division, dude? 
Listen, dude. Um, Does anybody want to win? As long as my this Giants game? don't win it, I'm good. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, you know what's the most embarrassing. You know, you know, you want to know what's the most that's embarrassing cold. thing for that's the NFL cold. is that the winner of this division is gonna have a home game in the playoffs. Tell me if that's not disgusting. <laughs> it, it's atrocious, man. I mean, they gotta get, they gotta fix something around here. Listen, the 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 Eagles are gonna win it. The so, Eagles are gonna so, win it. So you gonna, yeah, so they're, gonna gonna, they're gonna okay, win it. So they're gonna win it. Um, for the Eagles fans out here that 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 in PA that are listening to my podcast, that's your saving. Dave Adams is probably only um, Eagles. Dave fan Adams, I'm playing. <laughs> my man. <laughs> <laughs> y'all gonna win the NFC least. Um, oh y'all gonna be all right, man. Uh, listen, I want to thank my my guest, my boy Chris Beniquis, for being with me, uh, riding with me in this very important um, episode of a little bit of this, a little bit of that. You could you could um, catch his um, podcast, All Talks of Life. I believe that very soon he's going to be posting um, his newest episode. So stay tuned for that. Um, I love you, kid. Thank you for joining with me. Um, I want to also um, send blessings with my wife. She wasn't with us today. Um, Next week, uh, you can catch us on our regular Mm -hmm. time. I post, um, give the video, throw the video out um, Friday night. So um, I didn't do it this weekend because your boy was extremely fatigued. (laughs) Um, so, um, yeah, but thanks for the support for those that listen. Shout outs. You want to give shout outs, kid, before we out? Yeah, man. I just want to say that this Tuesday, November 10th is when you can catch that episode, my episode with my boy right here, Jose Gonzalez. You already know a little bit of this and a little bit of that is coming over to all talks of life. It's going to be on Anchor, Apple, CastBox, Overcast, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, Spotify, TuneIn Radio Breaker, and Google Podcasts. I want to shout out my wife, Amanda, my son, CJ, Caleb, and my daughter, Aaliyah, the loves of my life. And I want to shout out Jesus Christ for giving me another day, saving me hey, man, so I saw from the pit of Shout out to my wife. Love you, babe. That's my shout, shout out. Shout out um, to uh, Grandma um, Izzy. Izzy, too. Shout out to grandma. My Izzy. wife lost uh, her grandmother last year. A little um, tough right now. Struggling a little bit. You remi- uh, remember her. Stephanie, pray for her. Um, shout out to um, everybody. There we go. Shout out to Dave. Shout out to Sean. Shout out to Justin and Micah. Just- Micah. Selena. Justin's baby. What's Justin's baby's name? Yeah. Shout-, shout out to Micah Jude. Shout out to Sean. No shout out to Brandon. Shout out to coming off the bench. Shout out to the Packers. Shout out to the Bears. No shout out to the Lions. Shout out to Cheryl Adams and the Saints, who I think will beat the Bucks tomorrow on Monday night. Yo, shots have been fired on the shout outs. You already know. You can catch me next Friday. You catch my boy coming up this week. Red Sox suck. Mets suck. We are out.